Hi, I'm Margaret Jackson. I'm Romina Anach. And I'm Matt Sawyer. And we are planning a series of podcasts over the next few weeks uh, to explore greener practice, greener and sustainable primary care. Um, we're kicking off this series of podcasts today uh, with an introduction to the organisation Greener Practice. Um, and then next time we will be discussing what is planetary health and why is it important to us as GPs. And subsequent to that, we'll be taking deeper dives into various aspects of sustainable primary care. Along the way, we'd love your comments and questions. Uh, please email your LMC as we go with these. And towards the end of the series of podcasts, we hope to answer some of those questions and respond to some of your comments. We also hope to provide some uh, useful resources in the um, podcast as we go. So just to introduce myself, um, my name is Margaret Jackson. I'm a GP in Whitby and um, recently retired from clinical practice and increasingly involved in sustainable primary care. And I'll ask my colleagues to introduce themselves. Uh, I'm Romina Anach. I'm a GP here in York um, and I do lots of teaching on sustainability and I'm also a sustainability lead at Nimbus Care, which is a federation of 11 GP practices in the Vale of York. And I'm Matt Sawyer and I've been a GP in the north of the county, so I live uh, up uh, near North Allerton and have spent most of my working life as a GP just over the border in Darlington, um, but grew up in York, which uh, takes me a long way, long way back. Um, and really, I'm interested in the uh, the carbon footprint and, and greenhouse gas emissions from, from primary care and general practice. So, Matt and Romina, you, we're all involved in greener practice. We're all involved in greener practice mm -hmm. in North Yorkshire and York. Mm -hmm. How would you describe what greener practice is, Romina? Um, it's a movement of like-minded, enthusiastic clinicians um, and was founded uh, in Sheffield um, and basically born out of a, a will to make uh, healthcare more sustainable for the future, uh, more environmentally friendly um, and in particular in primary care. Um, and I think there was basically a tide of uh, enthusiasm for making positive changes, which has sort of snowballed over the last five years or so, hasn't it, really? Um, uh, despite COVID, despite, um, you know, the maybe lack of government support that we all wish we had. Uh, but it's been great that so many people around the country have been contributing to um, the same um environmentally friendly ethos that we're going to try and impart on you throughout this series. It really has snowballed hasn't it? Mm. Um, started by just a couple of GPs in Sheffield and there are now 31 groups nationally. Wow. For me Greener Practices is really a support network. It's a safe space where um, like-minded people can come together and really share our our positivity, our enthusiasm, mm -hmm. the um, the things that we do uh, in our daily lives or or in our work lives, and really for me, it's something that's quite inspirational. That uh, amongst the doom and gloom that uh, happens elsewhere in in uh, in the world and in the news, actually, I find it a really really supportive place to be. And yeah. 
you can suddenly have conversations with people that you want to have, but now you've got a space to be able to have them. And you can bounce ideas off each other. Um, so for me, it's it's something which has actually, I think, probably transformed um, my life in terms of what I do and, and how I do it. And, and it's just so nice to have like-minded people to be able to talk to. And we've all got our own areas of um, sort of expertise and our own take on things. And what's really great is, you know, there will be someone else in the Greener Practice Network who has already done a project on X, Y or Z or who knows more about you than X, Y or, or than you on X, Y or Z. And it's really great to make those connections and um, and have people that, you know, you can go to and ask for advice. It, it feels like a team yeah. is, is made of such complementary skills that, you know, I, I know some stuff about some stuff and you know stuff about stuff and, and Margaret <laughs> knows stuff about stuff. And actually, when you not just have it locally in, in Yorkshire, but you've got contacts in from Land's End to John O'Groats, really. And so suddenly you need you know, a practice manager that's done something that saves the practice, you know, money and is more environmentally friendly. Yeah you know who to talk to. Yes. You need somebody in London who, who you know, is more involved in activism, you know who to talk to. And yeah. actually, for me, it's that multiple skills um, and multiple knowledge that is invaluable. Mm. Yes, and it feels to me like people interact with Greener Practice in a number of ways. There are the 31 local groups, and some of them are more active than others, mm -hmm. and they do different things. And um, and then there are also uh, WhatsApp groups that are looking at particular areas such as the nature and health WhatsApp group, um, the respiratory WhatsApp group and so on. And, and those are national groups that communicate with each other through WhatsApp. Um, and they're, they're fantastically lively spaces to interact with. Um, Rena Practice itself, of course, has done quite a bit of of groundwork in in producing some fantastic resources yeah on the website it's a brilliant website and we'll put some details of that in the show notes um and there are various headings where you can find your local group and the person to contact and um, there are sections for um uh, resources that you can take from there and there are links to training that you can undertake if you're interested in carbon literacy training or maybe doing a diploma in lifestyle medicine um so we definitely encourage you to have a look um, and see if there's something in there that um uh, really sets up a spark in you. I, I think some of it is that we have uh, some people who, who respond on WhatsApp within minutes if somebody <laughs> put a question on and you think I've, I've had this knotty issue I don't know how to how to tackle it I'll ask you know the relevant group and suddenly you've got two three four people answering within yes. you know minutes or within an hour and you go oh brilliant suddenly I've got you know, the image that I needed or, you know, the resource or, or the answer to the question. Yeah, somebody always knows, don't they? <laughs> yeah, and that is the beauty of it. Um, but then I think that, you know, we get um, a regular email as well. And I think some people read that and respond to that. Mm. And, so, and some people come along to the meetings and some people come along to some meetings, some yeah. all meetings. And it's different for everybody. And that, yeah. I think, is really nice that actually, if you can't make a meeting, this time well that's fine because yeah. you know it's not that's a compulsory life. yeah absolutely and mm -hmm. you know at last minute some people come some people don't and that's fine it, it's a um it's a very uh, flexible i think route and you take promise and you put into it what you want or what you can mm -hmm. And we've, I think we've all been quite flexible in terms of um, meeting and lots of stuff has been online, obviously, partly because of 
restrictions in COVID, but also because of geographical uh, barriers. Uh, we do things face to face as well. For instance, we're all sitting in the same room tonight, which is very lovely. Um, and we three uh, have met up before in person and some groups do meet in person. And we were really lucky to have such a fabulous five year anniversary event, weren't we, just um, last mm -hmm. autumn where we celebrated um, five years of greener practice um, in Sheffield, which is a fabulous weekend of activities mm -hmm. and, um, you know, encouragement um, and um, talking problem, yeah lots of talking some problem solving and actually lots of us meeting in person for the first time um but and so we do a, a a mixture of ways of working as well and some of that i think was actually about celebrating some of the positive things that happened mm -hmm. because sometimes if you're stuck in your own practice or in your own silo it can feel a bit lonely and a bit disheartening yeah. and i've tried this and it didn't work so actually i think not only when we three get together but also when the big group gets together it's amazing how, but you know, we've got all of these ideas that have actually happened. Yes. There have been some which didn't happen, but it was that celebrating of mm. success. And suddenly people went, look how far we've come. Yeah. We've really wanted to be doing something. And look at all of the things that we've done between us. Yes. It was, yeah, wonderful. And we launched Greener Practice North Yorkshire, didn't we, Matt, about what, less than two years ago, yeah. 18 months yeah. ago. Yeah. Um, and it's grown really from a handful of people to then we've got now, I think, 47 people on our mailing list. So that's fab. And that's just a, a great sort of support space. And we'd encourage anybody who's interested to get in touch with us through the Greener Practice website. Yeah, drop us um, thing up. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think it's also about helping people to tackle the problems that they have in their practice. So whether it's, you know, the problems with travel, whether it's problems mm. with finances or, or energy use or uh, outcomes for respiratory patients, actually come along with whichever problem you've got. And, mm. you know, we'll have a look at it through, you know, the, the, the environmental lens mm. and it's amazing how many solutions you can get as a result. Mm. Absolutely. But, I mean, in terms of green impact, but what do you feel you get out of it as well? It's community. Definitely. It's that it's that not feeling isolated in the way that, in terms of my engagement with, if you like, sustainability agenda, that's the main thing, mm. being in touch with people who get where I'm coming from. But do you think that it's um, you know, just a group of hippie GPs that are, that are getting involved? Or do you think that the... Um... I know because you, you, you kind of karate. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that you know, it, it's only for people who've already got a certain mindset. Or do you think that it's actually more open for um, for everybody? But it seems to me at the moment that there's such a increasing awareness of the of, of, of the climate and environmental emergency and of our place within that um, as, as GPs, mm. um, that so many people now are engaging with this. And it's absolutely not that group of, you like hippies, whatever a hippie is, I'm not sure. I think, I think you're right. Uh, and I think one of the key messages that really chimed with me when I first started doing this about four years ago was um, do clinicians have a responsibility to communicate the climate emergency to patients and their colleagues and I think absolutely we do and as you said I think that message is spreading throughout medicine and healthcare and there are many more people than we know um, not just doctors 
pharmacists, healthcare assistants, um, people who are working in administrative roles all throughout healthcare um, who are all interested in everybody else's reason will be different. Everybody's motivation might be slightly different. You may be doing it because you have family. Um, you may be doing it because you live in a coastal area and you realise that the climate crisis is going to mean that, you know, your house insurance is going to go up. Or if you live in an estuary and the estuary is likely to be flooded, for instance, here in York, where I live, um, almost all the properties are on a sort of a high risk flood zone uh, because it's very low lying. And um, I think everybody has their own um, reason to feel worried about the climate crisis mm. and I think more and more people are accepting that it is going to affect them but there are lots of things that we can do that are positive to try and mitigate against that and I think that's where we come in isn't exactly. it as professionals mm. with a really high um, level of knowledge about this and about the way in which we can um, help people stay happy and healthy whilst also caring for the planet. Uh, yeah I think that's uh absolutely spot on I mean I think that there's a lot of people who want to do something yeah. but don't always know what to do yes or how to do it and I think that that's one of the things that I've learned from Green Practice nationally is that there's so many things that we can do and actually some of it's just substituting one activity in our work life with another so we're still doing the same amount of work it's not about doing more stuff yes. Yes. it's about doing something which is less harmful from a, uh, to the planet um than we were doing before yeah. so actually it's the it's the positivity of doing an action that you just know is the right thing to do um and i think that you know for me green practice is the um the ability to share those uh, the, those ideas and do something which we really want to be doing yeah so it feels like this moment would be a good time to maybe ask you guys what what it is that brought you into this space what what was what's kindled your interest well for me I was doing my um postgraduate training to become a GP trainer um at Holbrook Medical School and as part of that I, I came across this concept of our responsibility to talk to patients about the climate crisis and it, it, I just found it absolutely fascinating and um, I was directed towards the Green Impact for Health Toolkit which is an amazing online repository of ideas, of projects, of resources for uh, all sorts of things from the tiniest, tiniest changes that are extremely easy up to big projects that your whole practice will get involved in. Um, and it was through looking at the toolkit that I then found that there were loads of events going on online and um, I came across Matt on a webinar and um, we have uh, stayed in touch ever since. Absolutely, absolutely mm. just went from strength to strength. What about you Matt? Um, so I think that I probably back in about 2010 or something was getting a bit frustrated with the way that I was the way that primary care and general practice was being delivered that I was helping the person the patient in front of me but actually just sending them back to the polluted air or yeah. the polluted soil or the polluted water or back to the environmental position or, or conditions that they got their their problem from so yeah, yeah respiratory patients who you made better for the 10 minutes that you saw them but were then going back to uh, to where they came from that busy polluted road so i went off and uh, and found time to do um, a degree and then a master's in environmental issues and, and really thinking about how can we do things that are less harmful to the patient so that yeah. we're not sending them back into the conditions where they they came from yeah. and i think that it was trying to see that bigger picture and thinking actually if we keep harming the planet in the way that we are 
we're just going to be making more work for ourselves yeah. because we're going to end up with more patients with more illnesses that are sicker and that just didn't sit well with me mm. and then when I learned that the health service actually causes harm as we mm. will come on to in, in later episodes that wasn't why I went into, into yeah. medicine I didn't go into work for an organization that was causing environmental impact and, and damage um, which was then causing you know harm to our patients that was the opposite of what I thought I signed up to way back when I was sort of wet behind the ears applying to medical school I thought we were here to do some good yeah and that was uh, that was quite frustrating so it was really that journey of realizing that there are bigger problems than just the person in front of us that's good and sensible to sort out but it was how can we influence some of the bigger stuff um as well mm-hmm. yeah and for me I guess very similar story really um I was that person who'd always you know recycled driven a small car tried to avoid flying all that kind of stuff but 2016 when I attended a MEDAT conference on climate and health it really came home to me that that your individual actions are just not enough and um and after that I became increasingly involved first with MEDAT and then with Greener Practice I think we should wrap it up for today, if that's okay, and um, look forward next time to talking about what is planetary health and why is it important to us as GPs. So thanks everyone for listening. Um, And next time we plan to talk about planetary health, what is planetary health and why is it important to us as GPs. Please go and have a look at the Greener Practice website, whose link will be sent with the show notes to this podcast. Um, And or get in touch with us if you're interested in joining Greener Practice North Yorkshire and York. Uh, But for now, goodbye.